Hi, my name is Elaine Grogan Luttrell, and I'm a CPA. I run a small consulting company called Minerva Financial Arts, so named for Minerva, the Roman goddess of arts and commerce who knew that business and art were not mutually exclusive. My clients are all artists and arts organizations, and I teach finance, accounting, and the business of art at CCAD, the Columbus College of Art and Design, and The Ohio State University. A little financial education goes a long way to empower artists, and financial education begins with budgeting basics. Budgeting for individual artists is the focus of today's podcast. I've outlined a five-step process to make budgeting as simple and painless as possible. Budgeting isn't particularly complicated, and it doesn't have to be a chore. It is simply something that helps you translate your artistic goals into financial terms, and most importantly, helps you figure out how to accomplish them. So let's get started. Step one, define the parameters. What are you budgeting? Define the subject for your budget. Is it personal or is it professional? Is it for a particular project or event, or is it simply for a period of time? What is the duration of the budget? Is it for one year or three months or even just one week? You can have as many budgets as you need or want, and it probably makes sense to have a couple of different budgets for different projects. Maybe you want to budget for your art and professional expenses and isolate that budget for your art. That's great. That's a professional budget, and it's time-based. It'll probably last a year. Alternatively, you may want to budget for your life, which includes your art, of course, and your professional expenses, but it also probably includes personal expenses, like your car payment or your rent. That's great, too. That's a personal and professional budget combined, and it's time-based, and it'll probably last a year. Maybe you want to put together a budget for a particular project, like a festival or a gallery show you want to create. Awesome. That's a professional budget, but it's project-based instead of time-based, and the whole thing may last a couple of weeks or a few months, depending on how long the festival or the gallery show might be. There aren't any right parameters for your budget, but you have to first know what it is you're budgeting. So articulate it. Is it personal or professional? Is it project or time-based? And how long is it going to last? Once you know what you're budgeting, step two is to list the expenses. For this step, don't worry about numbers. Simply list the expenses in words. List everything you can think of and then walk away. Come back later and add more words when you think of them. This is kind of like a brainstorming session where there are no wrong answers and no wrong expenses to list. If there might be something that relates to your parameters, whatever it is you're budgeting, then list it. Maybe it is rent or utilities or supplies or advertising or travel expenses or web design services. Maybe you have a student loan payment or a credit card debt to pay off each month. Maybe you want to take a few classes or invest in some new books or equipment. List in words whatever expenses relate to the budget parameters you outlined. If you can't think of enough words or you need a starting point, look to the IRS or the Cultural Data Project. The tax forms for individuals, called Schedule C on the Form 1040, list categories of expenses for entrepreneurs. And the tax form for arts organizations, called Form 990 for nonprofit organizations, lists even more categories of expenses on the Statement of Functional Expenses. These categories might help give you some ideas or serve as a good starting point to come up with some more words to add to your list. This approach, starting with expenses instead of income, is called a bottom-up approach. It makes sense to start with expenses when you're doing a new project or when you're still figuring out how to support yourself with your art. 
As you become more experienced or successful with more predictable streams of income, you may decide to take a top-down approach to budgeting, which simply means starting with the income and letting that determine how much you'll spend, rather than starting with the expenses and figuring out how to fund them. Both approaches work well, but realistically, if you cannot support a baseline level of expenses with the income you expect to receive from your art or your project, you'll never get ahead. You may need to explore alternative options until the art or the project becomes financially sustainable. Step three, estimate the expenses. Now it's time to add the numbers, add the amounts. For each expense you listed, estimate what it might cost for the time period you outlined. You aren't expected to know what each expense might cost immediately or automatically, but you are expected to do a bit of research so you can estimate the amount to the best of your ability. If you have personal history with the expense, consult your own past spending to estimate a reasonable amount to budget going forward. Maybe you're building a budget for a public art project that's similar to something you did recently. Consult your receipts and reports for the previous project and use them as a starting point. Obviously, the future project will be different, but by using your spending history as a starting point, you can adjust it accordingly. Maybe you're building a budget for your personal expenses for the next year. Use your credit card statements and bank statements to figure out how much you spent at the grocery store, say, for the past few months. Maybe you figure out it's about $100 a week. Use that amount to budget about $5,000 on groceries for a year. $100 per week times 50 or so weeks per year is $5,000. Maybe it'll be closer to $4,800. Maybe it'll be closer to $5,200 for the year. It doesn't matter. It's just an estimate. It's a starting point. If you don't have personal experience with the expense, maybe because you're using a brand new material or you've never contemplated anything of the same scope before, consider soliciting information from friends, colleagues, or collaborators. Your peers and mentors are a great source of information about expenses and experiences. You may ask someone, how much did it cost you to go to that festival last year? Or was going to that conference worth the cost? Or even, how did you know how much you might spend on that project? Use the expertise of those around you. They're a great resource. And if that doesn't work, do a little research online or in person. Wander around the art store or the hardware store or whatever store you might peruse and observe the prices. File the information away and use it to build your budget. Or use Google. What does a studio rental in Miami cost? How much should I plan to spend on electricity? What is insurance cost? The beauty of our information age is the accessibility of information. You aren't expected to know how to estimate your expenses immediately, but you are expected to do a little research to try to figure out what might be reasonable. And remember, your estimates are going to be wrong. You can't possibly know exactly what something might cost. You can only estimate the cost, so don't get hung up on having perfect information. Just try to find reasonable information, and if your numbers are a little off, learn from your mistakes for future budgets. Okay, so we figured out what we are budgeting in step one. We defined the parameters. We've listed our expenses in step two, and we've estimated our expenses in step three. What's next? Step four, figure out how to fund the expenses. This is the income part. We started with the expense part, and now we add the income. Income may be earned for services. Perhaps you're paid a commission for a work, or you have a fellowship, or maybe you teach or wait tables or work in retail. 
that's all income earned for your services. Maybe you sell your art. That's sales income. Maybe you're putting together a project that will be grant funded or will receive contributions from nonprofits or foundations or even be crowdfunded. That's contributed income. Different types of income make sense for different budget parameters. If you're budgeting for a specific project, you may consider pursuing grants or contributions instead of using your teaching income to fund the project. Or if you're budgeting for a year of your life, you wouldn't use a grant to pay for your rent or your utilities. Choose income sources that are consistent with the budget parameters you outlined. And like we did for the expenses, list the income sources in words first, and then estimate them. Again, use your personal history and your peers' and colleagues' experiences and a little research online to figure out what a reasonable estimate of each income item might be. Step 5. Make it work. A budget works when income exceeds expenses, or at least equals them. Figure out where your budget stands, add all the income together, and subtract all the expense estimates. I suspect the expenses you listed and estimated will be greater than the income you proposed. If that's the case, you have a few choices to make the budget work. You can reduce your expenses, that is, you can spend less money. This is controllable to a certain extent. If you've made lavish choices in estimating your expenses, consider scaling them back, as long as you aren't being unrealistic or compromising the art. In my experience, though, artists and arts organizations are already spending the bare minimum they can, so it might not be possible to spend less. If you can't spend less, you can increase your income. This might mean doing additional income-producing work, like teaching or working at a gallery, even if it is not exactly what you want to be doing full-time. Or it might mean soliciting additional contributions to fund a project. Or it might mean raising your prices. If you can realistically increase your income, that can help make your budget work. And finally, you can adjust your parameters. You can adjust the timing or the scale of the budget to make it work. Maybe you're budgeting for a three-week festival. If you aren't able to reduce your expenses for the three-week period, consider changing the parameters so the festival will be two weeks instead of three. Or maybe you're planning to hold the festival next summer, but you won't have enough time to fundraise before then. Adjust your parameters and delay the festival by a year. If you're committed to the project as it is, adjusting the parameters with, with respect to scale or timing may help you realize the project without reducing your expenses tremendously. Budgeting is an iterative process. Your budget, whatever it is, won't be right the first time. You'll have to revisit it and adjust it and redo it regularly, especially if you aren't in the habit of budgeting. After the project or the time period ends, figure out how close you were. Was your budget perfect? Did you forget about something? Were you completely wrong in estimating certain amounts? By revisiting your budget as it is ongoing, you can help fix problems that might come up. And by revisiting it after the fact, you can learn from your mistakes. Again, budgeting is an iterative process. You'll have to do it and redo it and probably redo it again, but it gets easier. As you budget, you learn about budgeting and you learn through the process you'll have a better sense of budgeting trade-offs. You'll know when it might be easy to reduce your expenses, or you may have a better information about sources of income. 
You'll have a better sense of which budget items are complete guesses and which ones will be pretty close to the actual amounts. You'll be able to draw a direct line from your budget to your goal, whatever your goal may be. Maybe it's working full-time as an artist. Maybe it's reducing your teaching load. Maybe it's seeing a new project through to completion. By budgeting for these goals, you'll define a clear path for yourself to reach them from a financial perspective. And your future budgets will be more accurate and less iterative because you'll have some experience with making a budget work. So in summary, let's review the five steps of budgeting. Step one, define the parameters. Figure out what it is you're budgeting. Step two, list the expenses in words. List all the expenses you can think of. Step three, estimate the expenses. Research what the expenses may cost by looking online or reviewing your spending history or talking to friends and colleagues. Step four, figure out how to fund them. Identify potential sources of income, revenue, or contributions to fund the expenses you've identified. And step five, make it work. Adjust the budget parameters or the timing of your budget, reduce your expenses, or increase your income to make the budget work. Remember, budgeting isn't supposed to be an onerous exercise, and it isn't supposed to turn you into a CPA. A budget is simply a tool to empower you creatively and artistically. It's meant to translate your artistic goals into financial terms, and most importantly, help you figure out how to accomplish them. Thanks for spending a bit of time with me today. I hope you enjoyed artistic budgeting.